0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Grad Cracker webinar. Today we are joined by KPMG. During the webinar we're going to take you on an insight um, into the life as an intern and graduate and give you lots of hints and tips for when you do decide to apply to them. Jessica has joined me today. Hi Jess. Hello. And we'll be speaking to the graduates a little later on. So what I'm going to do now is introduce you to the panellists and we're also going to give you a fun and exciting fact about KPMG. We're laughing because we've just been through these facts now and some of them are really, really good. So, And we just wanted to make sure we didn't repeat the facts as well. So Charlene, if we can start with you, um, you're a recruiter at KPMG. So when students and graduates do decide to apply to you, you might be one of the people that they do speak to. You're going to share details about the whole application process, hints and tips. um, But for now, what is your fun fact about KPMG?
1: Hi, everyone. So my fun fact about KPMG is that if you come to the London Canary Wharf office, we keep bees on the top of the roof. Um, So we have a beekeeper. You can go and see the bees if you'd like to. um, And we kind of sell the honey um, and protect the bees and also kind of infuse it in some of the products as well at KPMG. So, come and see the bees at KPMG. got
0: a ring to it, hasn't it, come see the bees. Um, <laughs> Lydia, so on to you, mother, if that's all right. Um, so you are a graduate teacher in tech, which is hard to say. Um, can you explain what your role includes um, and then also finish off with your f- uh, fun fact?
2: Yeah, so um, my role involves implementing technology platforms mm-hmm. uh, to improve the efficiency of finance functions. So if you think of a company, you've got the HR function, the finance team is trying to make them as efficient as possible. Yeah. Um, so I was based in the Manchester office and now I'm currently moving down to the London office to be closer to my family, um, which is great to have that flexibility. Um, well, so my fun fact uh, is that my friend in the kickoff of one of her projects actually got to visit Barbados for two weeks. Um, which sounded absolutely lovely, but we were all very jealous in the office.
0: <laughs> so, so what did that include then? So why, why did um, he or she go over there just to, just to look, kind of watch the launch of it?
2: So um, the client is based in Jamaica, right. um, so they put on this huge event, hotels and everything booked out just to get the whole team together so that they could build up some relationships and rapport and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it sounded like an amazing event.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and just to say with you, just to ask you another question. So you mentioned about moving from two different places and um, within KPMG. How accommodating were they? Did they help you with accommodation, moving and things like that?
2: Yeah. So um, in your first year at KPMG, um, they offer loans. So I've taken the loans just to help me get set up um and also I I mean I as I say I wanted to move down because my family are in the south um and I initially moved up because my boyfriend's family were in the north but I really wanted to come back and I missed it so um yeah I just mentioned it to my manager and she sort of put me in touch with the right people um and it can be quite a lengthy process but it it's worked out how I wanted it to so I'm really happy about that
0: are you still doing a similar role then when you do move down
2: exactly the same so that's what's great about working for such a large company most teams work in most offices so it's yeah it's pretty flexible
0: okay thank you very much and Connor on to you so um, again you're a graduate trainee so if you just want to give the students a bit more of an insight into your role where you're based and then finish off with your fact
3: yeah of course hi everyone so I work in the Cambridge office in the audit sector And within that, specifically looking into the quality network and IT and how we can improve as an office to sort of develop new techniques moving forwards with audit, especially in the environment we're working in now, working from home and how we can help others to work better. And then my fun fact is that alongside your annual leave, you also get an extra day's holiday for your birthday every year, which is quite fun. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not when you get old, you just think, "Oh, I just want to forget my birthday, not remember." No,
3: definitely. Birthday. I'm obviously caveat it this year. My birthday was in May, so I didn't get to too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next year, though, you should have seen yeah, it Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. And um, Milan, so you have got a bit of a different role. So you are a restructuring associate. And um, so again, same questions to you. What does your role include? And um, where are you based? And your fun fact?
4: So um, actually, I feel like I gave like a, a not very clear definition of what I am. I am a graduate trainee, just like Connor and Lydia. So um, I go through the same three-year program. Um, I am based in the Leeds office in um, in the north, as you would know. Yeah, uh, so I'm in restructuring, which is part of deal advisory. Okay. And um, however, the scope of the work that, that I would do, it, it goes beyond just advising on, on deals So uh, we work with companies that are going through significant uh, distress. So be it financial issues or be it supplier issues. And we try to assist them through this process. So uh, that's the, you know, the advisory side of it. And then the insolvency side of it is if a company does go, uh, insolvent for one reason or another we would come in and uh, assist them with uh, selling the assets of the company and then we distribute the funds to uh, the company's creditors so um yeah that is a a very sometimes very uh, stressful job sometimes very exciting sometimes tears involved but you know what that's that's emotion that comes with it yeah, sure. But um, my fun fact about KPMG is that uh, in restructuring, and I think in deal advisory in uh, in general, if you are interested in developing your digital skills, um, you can benefit from extensive amount of training that uh, you will be able to receive in respect of different software applications. So that includes Alteryx, Power BI, Click. I think I think um, a lot of people do get to. Uh, learn some of it at uni. So um, you would be able to be trained on it and then also use it for delivery of different engagements.
0: Okay and then um, I'll ask them students out there that's going to be you know, really important to them as well to, to know that's that's a possibility. Um, so you did touch upon your role um, and i can imagine it is a bit of a roller coaster being involved in those you know those decisions that you have to make and everything else so how does it how does it work there at kpmg um, and i suppose you know just in, in your position milana so you, you work in you're a graduate trainee at the moment in you know restructuring for example does that mean when you've you've been through your graduate program you will be a restructuring associate is that is that your goal in a couple of years time
4: Uh, Yes, so how it works is that you, we also do the ACA, so that's the accounting qualification, uh, similar to what audit would do, uh, for example. Um, And then upon the completion of the qualification, you would be you would be promoted to an assistant manager. Um, and yeah, you may choose to stay in restructuring and lots of people would, uh, but um, lots of people also upon qualifying choose to move between departments. So someone from audit may want to go to deal advisory, for example, or someone from restructuring might want to go to um, someone tech. Um, but yeah, again, it is, it is pretty flexible and you're able to discuss these options with your performance
2: manager.
0: Okay. Uh, Thank you, Milana. Milana also touched on, uh, you know, for for her top um, key fact was like the training that's involved and the training opportunities as well. And we are going to touch upon that later on in the webinar with a couple of the other grads and just about the the different opportunities which are open to them. So we'll move on to that in a little bit more detail later on. Um, Tina. Hi, Tina. So you've got two so you've got two fun facts and just yeah. to tell the audience a little bit about yourself um, and your role at KPMG.
5: Yeah, so I'm Tina. I'm based in the Birmingham office. Um, I'm in the IRM department, which stands for Information Risk Management. And where we basically test IT controls uh, for business owners just to make sure that their IT systems work as they should. Um, so basically technology audit. Um, and my, two fun facts, <laughs> um, so KPMG helped redesign the voting system after complaints for, sh- for Strictly Come Dancing, and in 2012, KPMG entered the Guinness Book World, of World Records for the largest synchronised routine in Taekwondo. So yeah, it's two fun facts.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty cool fun facts as well. <laughs> Tina. Um, and last but not least, Jake, we're going to move on to, to you now, if that's okay. So Jake is a little bit different. Um, he's been with KPMG for six years and um, you are now an assistant manager. So Jake's role within this section of the webinar is just to introduce himself, um, what his role entails, you know, what responsibilities, he, what responsibilities he has. Um, and also, Jake, you're going to give the audience a fun fact because your fact is pretty cool. And also, um, just to let them know who KPMG is as an overview. So yeah.
6: to you. Cool. So I'm uh, based in the Manchester office, um, assistant manager. So I went through the grad program for three years, did SEMA, um, so chartered management accounting, mm-hmm. um, and I've uh, been assistant manager for three years in the operational transformation team. I think it's now called. We rebrand every now and again. Yeah. Um, that's basically covering kind of all your business processes, um, you know, uh, cost-cutting, effective, uh, effectiveness and efficiency, and all that kind of finding out what people are doing badly and what they can do better to either make more money or have lower costs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of covers all, all sectors, industries, everyone. Um, and my fun fact is that KPMG in Manchester are a sponsor of the Class of 92's University Academy of 92, so set up by um, Ryan Giggs and a few of the other players from that Man United team, so they're occasionally knocking about the Manchester office uh, for meetings and things, you can occasionally spot them getting a coffee, which is quite fun. Yeah, it's very fun.
0: Just to start with you, Jake, um, what what responsibilities do you have as a manager then? Do you you look after people, um, or are you just involved in managing kind of Projects.
6: Yeah, so it's a little bit of both. So it tends to be more or less the same sort of day-to-day things, but with a little bit more responsibility for delivering and owning parts of work. So rather than kind of doing a bit and passing it on, it's kind of owning the whole part um, and then starting to get involved with uh, sort of managing budgets, managing sort of uh, overall projects and just kind of, it's just a little bit more responsibility, but more or less the same same as kind of the, the graduate level because um, the grad scheme is quite good. Um, in, in a lot of the teams it's quite structured and as you go through the three years you kind of get more responsibility parceled to you as you go and so when you get to the, the assistant manager level it's more kind of getting that wider around helping out the team helping out projects and and the management side of it from a sort of financial and risk point of view rather than um, changes to the kind of strict day-to-day
0: yeah so you're involved in the whole process then so looking after people but then the project from the start to the end
6: yeah so kind of setting up the risk making sure we're allowed to work with them we can do the work all that sort of stuff and then making sure the budget balances as we go so that it uh, all works nice and smoothly
0: perfect thank you very much well yeah so thank you very much everybody for joining us today and so now we're going to um go over to charlene if that's okay with you and now the question i want to kind of cover to begin with is around about the technology side of things with KPMG. So everybody knows KPMG uh, as one of the big four accountancy organisations and not really know why technology is such a big thing um, to somebody like KPMG. So if I I may, could you just let our listeners know and give them an idea of why technology is so important and why technology is so different um, at KPMG? Yeah absolutely so
1: I guess um, like Carla mentioned usually you think of KPMG and you think of professional services um, and obviously that's audit and consulting and deal advisory Um, and we have a a technology graduate program as well but I think why it's different at KPMG is that irrespective of what graduate program that you're on we have tried and will continue to weave technology into all of that so because of you know you want to be the person that's providing the best service to your client if you're client facing um you want to be the person who has great solutions and a big part of that is integrating technology into everything that we do to provide the best solutions um so whether that is using um we have a tool um that some of the auditors use called clara which is all about data analytics so it's not just kind of as, as, as it was a few years ago, now we're using technology to be able to um, look at um, large data and kind of look at how we analyze that and use that to kind of provide the best service. Um, and then you have in DA, as, as Milana mentioned, um, areas where they're trying to put technology in again, to make sure that you are providing the best service. So whether or not you choose technology as a, a grad program, um, one of the differences with KPMG is that you do have technology now kind of infused in every program and I think the benefit of that really is that it gives you a breadth of knowledge that you may not have if you um, were somewhere that was just technology. Um, you will be able to go on in your career haven't had um, a background with technology but also with DA or also with audit or also with consulting and i think that that's in this day and age is obviously a very helpful skill um irrespective of what you go on to do to do after so there's loads of investment being made in tech at the moment Um, and also we have um i went i've been there a few times and i think it's really cool it's called the data insight center um in our london office it's just this really cool room. They have a massive screen and um, it they bring clients there. And sometimes we get to go there as well when we do tours. Um, and it just talks about different types of data and what we use data for. Um, and it's just this big touchscreen screen. You might have seen something similar to it before um, where you can kind of really zoom in onto the numbers and it kind of makes it come to life. Um, so there's that aspect as well. We also have um, in Manchester, a technology hub, um, which is all focused on um, solutions so tech solutions and it's it's brand new I think it opened just last year in Manchester Um, so I think for us it's a big part of how we're moving forward and just the breadth of information and knowledge that you'll get from working at KPMG will kind of go beyond technology and go beyond tax or audit it will be really just kind of the, the, the marriage of both and I think that's what makes KPMG quite unique in that.
0: Yeah, Thank you. So you get, you get experience in all different aspects of the company, which I know is a lot of, of what grads are, are looking for because Absolutely. they might go as, as one role or focusing on one role, but then that might not be right for you. So there's, there's plenty of different um, areas that they, you can go in and experience. Yeah. Exactly. So the, the different places that you've um, mentioned, Shia, the, the data centre um, and the, you know the technology hub and everything else. Would the graduates and interns applying to KPMG K- 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 get to visit those places?
1: I think it just depends on what team you're in um, so with the data insights I think if you're working on a project that calls for it yeah absolutely um, I've had run internship programs where our interns have gone up to Manchester to see the hub or are in the insights center to see you know demonstrations of how it works so I think it just very much depends what team you're in but I think that and I'm sure most of the grads would agree that there's not um, the grads do get kind of have exposure to these kind of things anyway um, so you don't have to know Necessarily be, you know, senior managers to have exposed to some of these um, meetings or some of these clients where they'll require you to know some of these things. You just, you'll just kind of depend on what team you are. You'll, you'll get that as a grad as well.
0: Thank you very much, Charlene. So, um, Charlene did mention about the um, the software Clara, which KPMG uses, and we are going to touch on that, Connor. I think it's with you a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, so, we will just give you some more details about what that includes and everything else. Um, Shalim, we're going to come back to you, and um, towards the end of the webinar as well, just so you can give everybody the hints and tips, and also um, what the application looks like. Um, but for now, um, Jess, I'm going to hand over to you, um,
7: so you can speak to the grads. Brilliant, thanks, Carla. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Uh, so, Tina, I'd like to start with you, if possible. Um, what firstly, kind of, what kind of attracted you to KP, KPMG at the, at the beginning?
5: So, oh, um, I. Got to know KPMG through a consulting panel at university. Uh, I was studying at Royal Holloway University in um, Egham in Surrey. And um, uh, it was just an event. I just went to it and it it was a panel with a partner from KPMG, someone from EY and someone from IBM. And they just started talking about their roles uh, in consulting. And I was like, oh, my gosh, consulting is what I want to do definitely yeah. so I went online to apply and I was actually going to do management consulting but they only had um technology consulting roles and I thought well technology is the future it's still consulting why not yeah. um so so that really from there I guess that that kind of attracted me from from the partner experience in KPMG.
7: Brilliant okay so tell us next a bit about the um the interview process and, and what kind of experiences you gained when when you were going through that process.
5: So that was um, through the assessment centre, and um, to be fair, it I had so much fun. I had so much fun that I was like, okay, if I don't get this job, at least I had a good day. Like it was so (laughs) good. (laughs) Um, So um, basically, on that day, so you can get like your expenses paid for travel, and um, you get accommodation overnight, and it's basically like nine to five, a full day of like. activities and case studies, and you work with so many people that other candidates basically, and you have like a partner, a senior leadership, um, someone on the senior leadership team that would basically come around for each um, activity, and they will just assess you. But uh, it's just, you know, just to kind of see your skills, how you interact with the team and things like that. Um, And it, it kind of like the interviews was towards the end. So I've kind of like just was a bit more relaxed after a while. So you don't actually you know feel like oh okay this is a daunting experience going into the interview um but everyone else is having the interview at the same time um so the room is loud and so you don't actually feel a type of way that okay someone sitting next to you is going to probably hear what you're saying it's like no just focus but yeah no it it was a fun experience
7: I'm glad you said that because, you know, a lot of the students, again, speak to them when we're on campus and they, they kind of, the assessment day, it's so always a day that's was really nerve-wracking. I can imagine even going through it myself, I'd be absolutely petrified. So what kind of hints and tips would you give to a student to kind of be successful going through that, that, that experience?
5: Um, I would say, like, show um, your personality, be yourself, yeah. be confident, you know, um, and do your research as well. Uh, make sure you know you you know what you're actually going into um, because you will be asked those questions. So mm-hmm. if, if you want to get into technology, then you need to like really do research and try and you know see what's in the news and how that probably uh, impacts technology. Um, so like Brexit or something like that. Um, but yeah, just 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 be yourself. Um, after a while, you will be relaxed once you start talking to everyone, all the candidates, and you know uh, it, it's a fun day so sometimes you kind of like forget that you're actually at uh, you know at an assessment center doing an interview so just be wary of that but um yeah just be yourself and just do do your research
7: that's obviously a great reflection of KPMG you know how comfortable the made you feel and obviously being relaxed so that's a good reflection on them too and um, Milana I'd like to move to you next and just talk to you if you could talk to us all a bit about the um experiences you gained when you did your internship with KPMG. um yes so i did my internship i every time i try
4: to remember the date you know it just feels like so long ago i think it's been (laughs) let's say four years ago a good good amount of time um but yes so i did my internship it was in the same office and in the same team so i as you can tell i clearly liked it enough to come back
7: but um
4: (laughs) I thought yes it was definitely an excellent introduction into what we do on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and I also feel like not only did I get to know what the kind of the job is about you know the the highlights but also I got to know the team very well and I feel like we've interacted quite a lot socially with the other interns and with my restructuring team that I was helping with at the time and um, the internship was only four weeks so I know other internships may be like two months or even longer but uh, four weeks was more than enough for me so I Assisted on a variety of projects and um, also even got to go on site, which was I, I didn't expect this as, a, as, a, as an intern. But um, I, I don't I don't remember much of what I was doing there other than uh, there was an office dog and I was very excited about it. So I thought, you know what, that's a sign. That's a good sign. Um, what was the dog? Can you remember? Oh, no. See, oh I was tra- I do. I, I do remember I am scared of dogs and it was a lovely dog. So I thought, you know what? <laughs> You know, it's like, it's the stars are aligning. I think it's saying (laughs) something to me. So it's good. Yes, I've definitely enjoyed it. It was a very uh, good learning experience. And I've, I've I've even stayed in touch with my body, uh, whatever it was in my, um, in my internship. Brilliant.
7: So the experiences that you gained then, how would you say that's helped you in the current role you're in now? Um, Well, when
4: I've, Come in and sort of done the initial training. I do remember that it was still pretty fresh in my mind, like all the systems that we use and all the all the all the little all the little bits that you kind of don't consider when you join joining a new role, which is like probably like takes a little bit of time for you to get used to. And I kind of you know gotten over that hurdle already. Yeah. Plus the I think the anxiety of meeting a lot of people at the same time and like having to remember the names and everything like that. I think it was a slightly diminished for me. Cause I was like, okay, I, I remember this person's face and I remember this person's face. So it kind of, I did feel, it, it did feel great. And as I mentioned, I stayed in contact with my body from my internship. So when I kind of met her, she was able to like in, immediately sort of give me stuff to do and sort of tell me what has happened since I've left. And, um, uh, she has since become a close friend. So to me, it was, um, uh, a, a good experience
7: yeah definitely and um, so tell me a bit about life as a graduate now and you know what is your team like obviously you you mentioned about your buddy and a few of the team members which all seem lovely and great but what kind of role do you play within your team now and tell me a bit about your your current life so I think this is like
4: especially um, evident in the original offices is that you and I'm sure a lot of the graduates will agree is that you um, really get a lot of responsibility quite quickly which is um, which is a good thing it, it definitely makes you feel as a, uh, that you are contributing to um, to what's happening in, in the in the team so I would say as a graduate now uh, maybe you know after coronavirus it's, it's a bit different but we did used to get a 50-50 balance of staying on site and staying in the office
6: mm-hmm. so it's,
4: it's a nice balance and while you're on site um, you you Will be doing all sorts, so um, I, I would normally be in the middle of an industrial estate somewhere in New Yorkshire, and then I've seen all sorts of different things from how a bath is being made to like meat free fridges and stocktakes <laughs> being taken in meat fridges, so you never know what you're going to end up seeing or doing because just the no, amount it's not of the then. <laughs>
7: it's not every day is the same,
4: yeah, no, definitely. I, I feel like you, you can be thrown on a job, yeah. and you obviously in order to help the client you get to know you have to know what the company is about and what the industry is about so it's always like a a fresh experience and um, you you learn a lot of new things so um, obviously as a relatively junior member of staff member you do get to do a lot of the admin bits and you know you get to draft letters uh,
7: Mm -hmm.
4: draft reports um, similar things like that you do however get a lot of hands-on experience of being on site uh, liaising with um finance finance teams um and owning bits of analysis for advisory engagements so it's really a, a lot of um it's, it's not going to be a, a lot of passive involvement it's going to be a lot of active involvement as a graduate
7: that's good a lot of responsibility then as well but you know you, you've got that support network around you too which is brilliant yeah definitely Lydia, everyone um, can come to you next. Um, what uh, initially attracted you to KPMG? Um, so I'd done a bit of research on the,
2: the different big four firms um, and looked at reviews of what it was like to work there, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I was just really impressed with how much KPMG were investing in their technology teams. Yeah. So, for example, um, like Charlene mentioned, um, there's a big um, Manchester Tech Centre that they've got set up and that's that was where I was based for the past year.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it was it is just amazing. Like it, it feels more like a technology startup company mm-hmm. in that building than the big corporate offices that you're used to.
6: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: so there was a lot of there's a lot of open space there, walking around, getting to talk to people, different teams that you wouldn't necessarily Normally, be able to talk to and interact with, um, and also it, it was how it's how KPMG treat the people who work for them. So we get lunch allowances. There's this thing called Flextra where you can choose your um, your like extras. So a more holiday maybe, or it might be childcare or all that sort of thing. Um, so and that was really important to me. So it's it's yeah, it's it's a mixture of how much they're investing with with their technology teams and also the fact that they look after their people.
7: Yeah, wow. Um, Can you tell, obviously Tina's experience with uh, the assessment centre was really positive, but what was your experience like going going through the interview process? Was it it similar?
2: Um, It's really funny because Tina says almost exactly the same phrase that I had written down. Oh, really? um, Was that I walked out and I thought, even if I don't get the job, that was an amazing experience. Um, So... To go go back a bit, I've, so I've been at KPMG now for a year mm. and I initially saw the job um, online about, it must have been around Christmas 2018, right. um, and I applied, It that was late to apply so I was really lucky that I got a space <laughs> on the launch plan because that was like, I'd heard other people had applied in October time and they'd been told that the spaces were gone, so I can't believe quite now that I I actually got onto the launch pad but um so yeah I got onto the launch pad turned up I'm quite an anxious person anyway so I turned up and I didn't really know what to expect um but it was just so well done they'd rented out a hotel in London and it was like it was clear you go from this room for breakfast and then you move on to this room and it was all very stress-free everyone was doing the same thing and um Like Tina said, we had our group exercises first, it was very relaxed, it was like having a conversation, you weren't being watched. Mm. It was just a group of people working on a project like you would at work. Um, And then we were split into groups to do our interview. My interview was the bit that I was most um, worried about, when actually there was no need. I was interviewed by someone from the team who I was going to be joining and he was a senior manager and he was brilliant he asked me maybe two questions but it was more about the conversation we were having I was asking him questions it was like it was building up a rapport as opposed to just wanting to know what is your experience what have you done in the past
7: yeah
2: that was a really really positive experience um and I've recently done work with him, which is great. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really funny. We were on a call and, and he's like, Lydia, I think I did your interview. And I was like, oh, yes, you did. You did. So, yeah, no, that that was really cool. And um, there is something, I won't tell you what, but there's a surprise at the end of the day that we have to do for our launch pad. And I'm hoping some people on this call might get to it because it is really, really good fun. But it's a bit of a stress relief. And it was just really yeah I, le- I left thinking do you know what even if I haven't got it it was a great experience it got me relaxed into doing a few more interviews and that sort of thing um and
7: I was feeling really positive when I left yeah. the day yeah and you've said lots of little hints and tips and that but what would you mean tip be to you know for the audience that are listening um, now
2: so I think before before you think about the launch pad or anything like that, the first one would be um, around the tests that you do. Just stay calm and don't be disheartened by how difficult they are. Because I thought I'd failed the maths test when in actual fact I was fine. It's one of those, they're designed to be really hard. Mm-hmm. So if you, as long as you stay calm and you answer as much as you can, yeah. then chances are you're going to be all right. Um and along the same lines as what Tina said the whole point of the interview is to show that you would fit in a KPMG team and that you are personable and approachable and that sort of thing so as long as you're genuine that's the best way to build up a relationship with someone and prove that actually I, I would be fine working in a team at KPMG so yeah those are the two sort of tips that i'd give
7: if you could brilliant they were great thanks just keep, stick with the test slightly so what kind of test did you do so you did a maths test and what what other tests were there um
2: so i think they there was a maths test Then my there was sort of an englishy test with sort of reading through things and you had to say whether it was true false this the statement they gave was true or false um the maths one is the one i remember the most because i think it was It was something like 20 questions in 18 minutes and i got to question eight and the time was up and i was like oh my gosh that's that's not good but um but it like i say as long as you stay calm and you do as well as you you can then you'll be all right it's it's not the end of the world with the tests you just have to pick yourself up and move on to the next one and be pragmatic about it yeah
7: Carla, that'd be your worst nightmare, wouldn't it? Love? It would. Do you know? <laughs> I saw your
2: face at the video when you we were talking
0: about the test, and then Connor started laughing, and I was just like, "Oh my goodness! I just want to cry. I just run out. I'm absolutely horrendous with numbers. So I'm just like, oh, that's me done." <laughs> but no, you've, you've, you know, you've. Everybody said what a fantastic experience it's been. Um, so yeah. Good. good.
7: It's very good. Um, yeah. You, obviously, a lot of the, the the students that are listening now are from a, a STEM background, Lydia. So, um, tell me a bit about what technology um, kind of initiatives you've got going at the moment, or software that you're using at the moment that might excite our audience. So,
2: um, I I studied economics at university, so I didn't have necessarily a technology background, okay. um, but there's there's such a wide range of technologies people use in a company like KPMG. So, for example, um, my team use more technical um, technologies like uh, Oracle and Workday. Don't worry if that doesn't make any sense because I didn't know what they were before joining KPMG. Um, but those technologies are more specialist. But at the same time, I've developed my Excel skills, my Microsoft Teams skills. Those sort of sorts of what the softer technology
7: yeah
2: is really important as well um and at the same time i work alongside teams for example automation teams data science teams who use all kinds of reporting technologies uh, bi publisher those sorts of things yeah um so there's there's a really wide range of technologies that are being used and it's the fact that you get to use them so early on in your career um mm-hmm. so we we'll, i think we have a talk about it later in, in the discussion but I've just done a certification um, and I, c- I didn't imagine that I would be doing that in a technology that I didn't know the name of a year ago <laughs> yeah. so it's yeah it's that sort of you get to progress and and being around so many different teams and so many people who have specialized in those technologies you learn so quickly from not just the training that you're given but the people who you're around and the architects and all of that sort of stuff so yeah no it is it's brilliant
7: brilliant it sounds great connor i'm going to come to you next um if you can give me a bit of an insight into your role um what does a typical day look like for you um yeah start there please yeah
3: of course nice and broad um <laughs> so with have it can be quite literally different every single day of a week i found so to sort of run you through the year so in your first few weeks you're not put straight out on the companies that kpmg audit you do go into college and start your training towards the ACA qualification and then I remember I in the Cambridge office we deal with the entirety of the east of England so we could be in Cambridgeshire Norfolk Suffolk Essex so we deal with all the companies in those regions so I've been traveling to Colchester sometimes sometimes up to Norwich Ipswich and then yeah so a typical day when you're doing an audit would be before Covid you'd be out on client site a lot in audit definitely so I'd say it's more sort of 70% you're out on client out on the client site I would say right. and then from there you're in a big team typically so you have a manager there an assistant manager and a f- plenty of other graduates as well that's one of the best things i found is that it's not a company full of people who are a lot older than you and look down on you it's primarily built around the graduates and they're there to support you as well so you don't feel out of place at all when you're asking a question that's nice as And great. then, yeah, and then all else I was going to say is when you're working at home, you typically spend a lot of time on calls like these with clients and with your managers. And then with the office as well, we do weekly quizzes in the office, which is quite fun. Oh, Stay nice. touch, definitely.
7: Again, it's another great way to get to know more people and mm. that contact, which is great. No, definitely. Do you have a five year plan, Connor? Do you see <sighs> you yourself going? Do you see yourself staying within that team?
3: Uh, potentially yeah definitely I could definitely see myself staying in Cambridge I really enjoy the team it's there's no issues there at all like everyone's so welcoming I've been welcomed into the team I now run the Strava club for the Cambridge office where we started raising money for charity through that and then potentially, I as Liz has mentioned she's moved moving offices and then you can do that abroad as well so you can move into if you wanted to go to the an office in Canada, you could definitely do that if you raise it early enough with your manager mm-hmm. or say go into the training department or if I wanted to go into consulting, I could definitely look to do that. So I think ideally I'd stay in Cambridge, but there's opportunities to go elsewhere if I wanted to. It's
7: great to have that option though, isn't it? Yeah, you know,
3: definitely. Yeah, and to know you've got the support to do it as well.
7: Definitely. Um, hints and tips then, Connor. what would you give to someone who is thinking um, about applying or working for KPNG?
3: tough to not cover the same things really isn't it
7: yeah.
3: um i think to be approachable definitely and be willing to make sure you got the questions for the interview because it's not just about them asking you the questions it is definitely a conversation yeah. and to be able to show that you're willing to ask questions about the company and be interest and show an interest definitely yeah. and then i what i did before mine because i hadn't had an interview before the kpmg one I did a mock interview with my university mm-hmm. that really gave me an insight into the sort of techniques I need to learn and what areas I need to research going into audit. So I didn't know that much about audit before joining KPMG. So being able to go into the interview, knowing a few bits about it so that I could develop that into my interview definitely helped. And I just say be yourself. That's the most important thing. If you've got a passion, do talk about it. Mm-hmm. Very int- I spoke about hockey because I'm a hockey player. So That's awesome. it's definitely served me well.
7: Can I just have a little shout out actually? So I know that some of my uh, careers contacts across the UK and um, my university contacts um, will be listening and just want to say they do offer, um, you know, great support in terms of mock assessments, practice interviews. So all the students that are listening, please make sure you do use your career service because they do help a lot in terms of preparing for Um, actually applying and and going through those experiences so make sure you do get in contact with them for any additional help. Um, So yeah I know a lot of our listeners they would often like to know a bit more about uh, the training processes and um, the kind of help and support that they receive when they're on a placement or a graduate program and so Tina could you just tell me a bit about how the training works Um, and you know can you be up and say I need some more help or how it all how it works
5: within your team. Yeah, I mean, um, you're always training on a job. Um, <laughs> whether you you're a manager, senior, right, like you're you're always gonna be training. Um so on each each project you're gonna be learning. Um so from your first project, you just we, we do um like self assessments and like year end performance um like um appraisals and things like that. So they would basically Uh, look at you know what you're doing well and then how you can improve so on each engagement that's what you'd be looking at anyways so you have an opportunity to keep improving um, per project that you work on Mm
7: -hmm.
5: Um, we have so in IT audit we have a specific qualification that we um we are working towards, which is Cfab. It's only a year long, uh, and that covers like finance and business and um, like accounting, business law, tax and assurance. And um, that that's that's only a year long. Um, but yeah, I think if you wanted to, you know, get some kind of like one-to-one support. Um, you can get that we we do offer like everyone's going to be assigned to a performance manager so someone's always going to be supporting you making sure that you know that you are performing up to standards and trying to you know um upskill you and and support you so you're you're always training that's good
7: and i know obviously um Milana mentioned about a buddy and um, so I'm guessing that that's quite a similar setup as well everyone gets assigned a buddy quite early on which is, is great you know whether it be personal or business related you know you've got that support network around you which is brilliant um, Tina I know you, you are now going into a different role uh, at the moment aren't you you kind of transitioning. did you receive a lot of training um, when you kind of started your new opportunity and how's that working for you?
5: Yeah, so I'm actually transitioning over to a new role, uh, but haven't moved yet. But, um, but the role that I'm currently undertaking anyways has helped me to, you know, just to understand more of like the IT audit processes and um, just seeing how things work and uh, working with clients face-to-face, um, like building relation- relationships um, and just working on different projects and meeting deadlines. So you kind of pick up those core cool skills anyways that are easily transferable. Mm-hmm. Um, and just working with technology in, in general, um, but yeah, I haven't, haven't started the new role just yet. But, yet. Um, when do you start? Hopefully in the next couple of weeks.
7: Oh brilliant, well, fingers crossed I hope it goes well for oh. you. Um, Lydia, um, I know you've mentioned before when we last spoke about the certification that you recently completed in technology, um, how did you go about this and does this now mean, what does this actually mean now really for your career and how does that impact?
2: Um, so as Tina mentioned, we have appraisals every year um, and part of the appraisal process is to then look at your goals for the next year. Um, so there's, there's lots of different things you can have in your goals um, from stuff like keeping um, your housekeeping uh, as up to date as possible. So timesheets and things like that. But one of my goals was to get a certification in um, the technology Oracle and oracle is a technology that supports finance um teams within companies Mm -hmm. so um, i as i did as as, as i said i did economics at uni so i'm quite interested in sort of the maths the finance side of it um so i wrote down in my goals that i wanted to do the certification my performance manager we have um fortnightly meetings and she is Certified in what I have gotten certified in. Um, and she basically said, This is how we need to go about it. Um, it's really great because KPMG have such good relationships with the technologies that they implement into other companies. Um, they get vouchers and things like that for certifications. So a load of vouchers came in for Oracle certifications in May. And I took the um, certification at the end of July. So I had two months of revising, learning, that sort of thing. Um, And it it was really great. They gave me time during the day to revise for that and to learn it. Um, And now I am on a project with a client and I'm supporting the team that I did the certification in. So it's, it's very much with the certifications, with Oracle certifications, There's lots of questions, lots of multiple choice questions. You learn as much as you can and you take the exam, but you don't have to have had any project experience to take the exam. Whereas now I'm building up that project experience and I'm looking at, okay, what, what is it in a project that we actually need from what I've already learned? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's great. And the the managers are are really supportive of that. Like they know that I haven't had any hands-on experience in that before. Um, So they're just trying to sort of drip feed me little bits to work on on my own, just so that I can sort of expand my knowledge base on it, which is great.
7: Which is great. Um, Next, um, I'm I'm a little conscious on time. So um, I'm going to kind of skip to you, Jake, if that's okay. If you could just... um... I know you've been at KPMG for six years now, which is phenomenal, well done. Um, If you could just tell me a bit about your experiences so far and your favourite projects you've worked on.
6: Yes, I guess experiences, it's just been really varied. So I've had the opportunity to work in kind of a number of different teams with a number of different clients. So across kind of um, a nuclear decommissioning site, a major tobacco company, um, the NHS, the MOD, um, kind of just a huge range of of all kinds of clients and, and projects. Um, and across all of them, it's just kind of learning how different industries work, different companies work, um, how everything all comes together. And kind of you get a lot of good exposure sort of high-level people within these organizations um, and looking across things that, if you were to join their, like the companies themselves, you wouldn't really get the same exposure. You're kind of dealing with people at sort of a C-suite level sometimes um, and presenting to kind of FDs and things like that, which is really good, kind of quite early on. But I guess my favorite one, would be uh, quite recently we helped out with the nightingale centers as part of the covid response and yeah. um, so i was in harrogate i got a call on like a sunday afternoon saying can you be in harrogate tomorrow morning i got down there and then we were setting up the hospital they were doing there so doing all the procurement of how do you buy everything you need for a 400 bed hospital in the space of like four days to get it ready yeah. so that was um i think out of all of them that's kind of the most meaningful and kind of really really felt quite worthwhile and, and good stuff we were doing there but that was a lot of sort of long days stressful but kind of I think there were about 50 odd people there by the end of it kind of from KPMG helping out in various capacities um, and we did it all kind of at cost rates so um, kind of a great example of we're KPMG as a company is really kind of focused on communities and society and you know when we can are willing to help out so that was uh, probably my favorite one.
7: Well done. That is great, and again, it just shows the variety of projects that you can get involved in. Massively, Um, Connor. I'm going to kind of, I'm I'm kind of skipping now, if that's okay. I'm just conscious of time, so sorry, Jake. I do want to just mention because we did promise earlier to kind of touch upon um the clara software that that you um you kind of your inbuilt uh software that you use at KPMG. so connor could you just touch upon that if possible
3: yeah of course i'll do my best so it's a brand new technology it's come out in the last couple of years and they're starting to roll it out slowly because it's um ai software so in the past and we still do use it we've got software to run the audits downloaded on our computers whereas this new software is not on the cloud, but you can access it via the internet. So it's all saved better. And the AI software means that our samples are done for us. So it's better sampling and it improves the quality of the audits that we do. And then within that, there's, um, because part of audit is doing stock counts as well to check that the companies we do audit are stating their numbers correctly. So we are been out counting caravans, counting carvel boxes, all sorts. And this new app that comes with Clara means that you don't have to take out paper sheets to tick these things through. Yeah. So if you download it, download it all beforehand, you can just take out the, a mobile phone and do it through that because the software can do it very simply and straightforwardly for you.
7: Then? Can you have it like as an app or something? Yeah,
3: like it's that. an app on the work phone, yeah. So you get a work phone as well. But um, it automatically downloads onto there or you can use it via your laptop as well. So it's fantastic to use. And then the software's being rolled out more this year. And then I think it's fully in use in 2021, I think they're saying. Okay. So... But yeah, it's definitely really exciting to use, and it's to be able to use it within my first year of a company. Is, shows a lot of trust in me as well,
7: which I'm quite pleased about. Brilliant. So hopefully the the students that we're applying for you this year and then starting next year, they will hopefully be using that software. They amazing.
3: certainly will, yeah. yeah good.
7: <laughs> um, Tina, before we finish with the grads, I just wanted to touch upon um the amazing volunteering uh, opportunities that KPM offer. Um, and I just wondered if you could talk a bit about your experience so far and what you've been up to when you've been doing that.
5: Yeah, so um, KPMG offer six days a year. So that equates to like 42 hours um, to, to your, the staff basically to volunteer. Um, so you can really volunteer for any of your favourite charities. Um, and we do partner up with other charities. So uh, nationally, we've partnered up with NSPCC for the last couple of years. And um, in Birmingham specifically, we have a local charity called Birmingham Crisis Centre, which is a women's refuge. Um, and, uh, basically you can just, you know, use your time in the day, um, you know, a few hours here and there, um, to volunteer for, you know, whatever cause is it that you're, you're most passionate about. Um, and we do things like pro bonos as well. So rather than us charging the charity for a set work that we would, you know, charge our, our private clients for, we would give it to them for free. We would, we'll would do that project for free. So we do do pro bono for charities as well um and yeah so um you can do things it's more like around skilled volunteering to be honest we work with a lot of schools yeah, and yeah. charities you know things like this you know giving uh, support and um upskilling students and you know just giving more of an insight of um you know how to probably get into an organization like kpmg or mm-hmm. around like sk- uh, numeracy and literacy skills and things like that so right now um one of the focus as well is around supporting charities that uh, support like black initiatives, um, the black communities, um, you know, um, communities that are heavily disadvantaged at the moment. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of something that we're looking at at the moment. Um, But yeah, we, uh, corporate responsibilities, uh, just definitely a big thing at the moment. Um, It it always has been as part of our values and it's something that we do push nationally uh, within KPMG. So, I know a lot of people would be very interested in kind of just getting involved in that area mm-hmm. and each office, um, each department, you can, you know, put your hand up to become a, a corporate responsibility champion in your team and you'll get double the hours. So you get 12 days off basically a year to like plan and, and, and get involved in volunteering. So a lot of fun there as well. So, yeah. oh, well done
7: individually getting involved in doing that that's fantastic but also as a, a corporation you know giving back two great examples there and um, so yeah well done guys that's it's really impressive and um, carla i'll uh, hand over to you now <laughs> <laughs> carla gave me a deadline of quarter two <laughs> <laughs> so sorry yeah. carla for bringing on <laughs> there's a
0: strict routine to these i know things. sorry everyone you, you're seven minutes late no that's fine <laughs> thank you very much everybody for sharing your experiences so Charlene, I want to go back to you, if, if I may. So um, I think we've kind of gone through the hints and tips from the graduates um, side of things. So could you just tell the, tell the viewers um, about the application process, so what they should expect and any timing, so um, how long will the application process take and when are you planning on opening OPR opportunities?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, we are opening up our opportunities very soon. So keep, keep an eye out over the next few weeks. And um, we usually open around September, October. So um, quite early on, um, as I think Lydia alluded to earlier. Um, so definitely encourage early applications. Don't
0: um, like be laughing at that, Shalyn.
1: Exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. But um, in terms of our actual step by step application process, um, so the first bit is just your overall general application so it's just the ta- chance for you to tell us about your academic background any work experience you might have um, and we don't we don't um, review CVs so hopefully that's a plus <laughs> it's just putting your information in um, and then putting in your academic information we estimate that that I mean, I've done the test one, so it it took me about 10 minutes, but we just kind of estimate that it might take you half an hour just to give you a bit of time. But it's really, really quick, just standard information that you would do for any application form, just use your information. So then after that, um, you will be um, moved to stage two, um, which is the first bit of our online assessments. Um, So we have this kind of, um, we piloted it last year. Um, So we have um, a new, um, hopefully more interactive uh, process. Um, So it's called the Transforming Small Businesses Online Assessment. Um, What that means is essentially you'll be given a range of activities where you have to um, show numerical skills and also um, Um, A video response um, as well as um, just a a written response so you'll be given a question and then depending on what area of business you're in you'll have to provide a certain response so it's not timed this bit's not timed to the transforming small businesses we estimate that it might take you about 90 minutes Mm -hmm. um, um, but it's as long as you do it within five calendar days from the date of your invitation you can take as long as you need to to do that. Um, So that we've kind of taken away a lot of the limits with time just because we just felt like you want people to be relaxed, you want them to do it well. Um, So as long as you do it within the five days that you've been given it, that's absolutely fine. So that's the the next bit. That's the the testing, which would have been kind of the situational judgment, numerical testing, that that the old system that's basically, we're still testing on numerical skills and comprehension um, and then also the video element now. Um, So that's that bit. That's the online application bit. Yeah. If you are um, then um, successful with that bit, then you are then invited um, to our um, assessment. So, our assessment previously was, as Tina and Lydia mentioned, it was in the launch pad, which is a really, really fun event with about 300 people. Obviously, currently, we can't do it like that anymore. So it's now moved to a virtual process um, and um, you will be, you'll have different stages. Um, so it will still be the same things we're testing you on, but it will just be um, virtual. Um, so you'll have an interview with a partner uh, or a senior manager. Um, you will have a case study interview, um, as well as um, a critical thinker test. So Lydia mentioned earlier as well, it's more important that you do the best that you can than try and rush your way through them. Um, so don't panic about seeing how many you have to do. It's better that you take your time and actually make your answers make sense than mm-hmm. kind of try to rush through them. So that's the elements of the um, assessment day. And then we'll let you know within two working days whether you've been given an offer. That's really um, good, isn't it? That's really yeah, good. Yeah, so it's a really quick turnaround in terms of from your last um, assessment day to the turnaround. You might have a bit of a wait from the, um, in between the sections of being invited to the stages just because we try to do it as fairly as we can. Um, and so we only invite people through to the next stage where we have space for them to, to be in the next stage. Um, there might be a bit of a wait in terms of if you when you finish your last online assessment to you being invited to the assessment day. Um, just because we want to kick off the assessment days um, probably closer to Christmas. Um, but applications will open earlier on. So there might be a bit of a wait. We'll get email communication to let you know that there might be a few weeks until you're invited to the assessment day, the launchpad day. Um, but once you've been to Launchpad, you will definitely be notified within two working days um, whether you've been given given an offer. Um, and if you don't get given an offer, we will definitely provide you feedback.
6: Um, so
1: everybody's entitled to feedback, and well, that's a big part of it. If you've made the effort to go through all that process, you want to know where you can improve. Um, so our, our process now is based heavily on strengths. Um, so which is, we just found that to be a little bit more of an authentic way to to, 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 to assess people. It's completely strengths-based. Um, and one thing I would say is if you're um, struggling to kind of give answers or demonstrate the strengths, just think about, we do this thing called strength spotting, where you just think about what energises you and what drains you. And usually when you think about activities that you do that drain you and activities that energise you, your strengths sometimes lie within there. So for example, we talked about maths earlier. I'm definitely not, a math person i did law as an undergrad you can give me a book any day but if you put a graph in front of me i'm not gonna have a good time so for me i know that that energizes me i like words um i like you know talking some people it might be something else you might be really really good at kind of numbers and and analyzing data so really think about what your strengths are what energizes you what drains you that's what's going to hopefully allow you to give an authentic um, answer all the way through the, the the application process that you have with us. Um, and I mean, for us, obviously it's important for you to be honest and to kind of be yourself because we just wanna make sure that we're both the right fit for each other. And we look at more potential than we do what you've already done. Um, so in your answers, when you're doing your final stage interviews, it's more about expressing, yes, I'm interested in this area. But I want to learn more about this. I want to, you know, do more of this as opposed to look at all the great things that I've done already. You're coming in as a grad, so we don't expect you to have pages and pages of experience. That's absolutely fine. It's more just about who you are and how you demonstrate your strengths um, and how that kind of um, aligns with KPMG. So um to kind of wrap up, what I would say is if you guys go in KPMG careers, you'll see um, a, a, a kind of a, a cog, a wheel of of all of our um, things that we look for. And they are things like career motivation. So why KPMG specifically? Um, so you've just got to make sure based on the answers we've said, based on things that you've uh, heard, being really um, clear about why KPMG. And if you can, I would say, if you can switch out KPMG and put in another firm, then it's not specific enough. So you've got to find a reason why you have pick KPMG um, and uh, have, have a good reason. That could be technology, that could be what they do in corporate responsibility and communities, um, it can be anything, um, but specific to KPMG. And we wanna look at how you drive quality, how you demonstrate integrity, obviously in the industry that we're in, very important, um, showing that you can think critically, be resilient, leverage technology, communicate effectively, foster innovation be a credible connector and show curiosity as well as being a purposeful collaborator so those are all on the website you can go into a little bit more detail I'm just keeping one eye on time um and um yeah so I would say go have a look at the website there but straight remember it's a strengths-based assessment so you want to talk about what you're good at
0: and demonstrate that through the application process Brilliant! Thank you very much, Shalin. And so, yeah, sorry about the the speed of the, <laughs> of the end of it. You got, I think you've got all your points in there. I know. I was like trying to speed through. <laughs> okay. Great to you. Well done. And um, yes, yeah, so thank you. Thank you very much. And um, as Shalin mentioned, that KPMG will be opening within the next couple of weeks. So don't forget you can go and follow them on Radcracker. Um Thank you all for attending and thank you all for our audience for coming back to us. And um, Don't forget you can re-watch um, this, this webinar as a whole or it's broken up into segments within the Career Center. Um, Again, our next webinar is going to be held next Thursday, same time, same place with my colleague Sophie this time. Um, Cummins is the world's largest independent designer and manufacturer of diesel engines. So If you don't know about them, you do now and you'll find out more next Thursday. So what I'm going to do now is leave you with a, a two-minute video and um, it's just sort of some other KPMG graduate experiences and also their inspiring journeys and the video might give you a bit of an insight into the culture at KPMG um, and also the different locations that you can work. So if you just bear with me I shall share this with you now. Hi I'm Sonali, I work in transaction services in the Leeds office. When I moved to Leeds I was anxious, just because I was starting a new job, just left university in a different city from a different country altogether. I've got a fantastic team who supported me personally and
7: professionally. I work in the investment advisory team. It's quite complex but also exciting at the same time. I'm originally from Glasgow, studied in Glasgow and now work in the Glasgow office in KPMG.
8: My name's Hengen, and I work in a financial modelling team. My normal day would vary from coding and maybe building a website designs or an app, using technology to help solve IT issues or any business problems they may have.
3: My name is Joseph. I'm a management consultant so that involves helping clients with their supply chains, procurement strategies, and also their operating models.
8: We get an allocated six days a year to volunteer and do things that actually matter to us.
3: I recently got involved in a charity app sale. There's lots of opportunities for graduates outside of client work.
8: KPM is just great at helping me keep my work life balance. I work in transaction
0: services. It's a diverse field to be in. You work with different companies, different industries. It's fast moving as well. Every project has been different. I work in financial due diligence. Every like three, four weeks you are just on a new project you'll be researching or data crunching, analyzing
7: got a very collaborative culture working with senior management within the team. just becomes a really enjoyable part of the job.
8: On a day-to-day basis I do a lot of data analysis and a lot of tests so we do a lot of audit tests just a variety of different things. When you work As part of the audit team, you always have someone who has been at the firm for three, four years. They're always there to talk you through whatever issues you have. KPMG has a great structure in place to help graduates progress through different stages of your career. So you have three years program with lots of trainings throughout those three years.
7: The qualification that I'm currently studying is the CFA. Chartered Financial Analyst.
8: There's a very intensive program designed to help you learn the technical skills and all the soft skills that's required to be successful. If there's something you're interested in, there's a training program for it.
3: KPMG's Academy held loads of welcome events, so you really get to know your intake really well.
0: I do believe I do have a brilliant opportunity to build a career in KPMG. It's up to you how much you push yourself or want to push yourself and how much you want to achieve.
8: You do have challenges of course, but there's a culture of supporting each other. I really enjoy working at KPMG, it's a place where I can excel.